<clears throat> he was like, y'all generation really don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> y'all don't give a fuck about any of the, the stuff we care about, politics that we care about, stuff we take seriously. Y'all don't give a damn. And that is the most beautiful thing about y'all's whole generation is that y'all mm-hmm. don't get fucked. That's what's going to save y'all when we get to that point of like whatever needs to go down in the country or whatever needs to go down in the world. That's like people are like really been bugging about for years and years. It's going to go down. And the only thing that's going to save us is the young generation because we're going to have such a crazy, wild, different approach. Welcome, family. This is the Black Composition Podcast. I'm your host, Fine. And today, today I got a special guest. This man is a is a man of many arts. A man of a man like he does all kinds of stuff. Man. He does so many things, and it's really dope. He's a poet, author, artist, um, just creative mind. Ladies and gentlemen, I bring to you the great. Matthew Vaughn. Yeah. Yeah. How you doing, bro? That intro. I ain't, you know, everything been shut down. I ain't had no performances in a while. That that felt, I ain't gonna lie, bro. You made that feel real good. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, uh, I remember um, how I met you was uh, um, um, a year, more than a year ago. Um, it was at a poetry, a poetry, um, a poetry it, open mic. Yeah, the Batu, the Batu open mic. The Batu yeah, open that mic. Was right, that was right. That was the weekend of my birthday. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yesterday was your birthday. So tell, tell everybody how old you are now. How much wiser you are. Boy, it's 23 years on this planet, you know. Um, hey. Left out here. Jordan year, as some of them say. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan years. I feel you. So you're about to, have to, <laughs> about to get into your prime. You're about to get into Hello. your bag right now. You feel me? Yeah. Oh, so like I know I, I met you about a year ago at the open mic, and I got there late and was packed. The place was packed. I couldn't barely get. In. I was in the door trying to get in, but when I tell you, um, people were spitting, but everybody there was spitting. But at the same time, though, like everybody was killing it, and like that inspired me, right? And then when you, um, when your performances you had, and later on I went to go, I went to go buy your book, um, intentional scribbles. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you understand or people understand like that was inspiring, inspiring to me as an artist, because I've never been in a group like that before. Just as artists, I've always mm-hmm. been in athletic circles like Hooper. Mm-hmm. I did academic, like academic stuff, but it was it was uncommon for me to be around just creative minds. And that yeah. performance, your performance, everyone's performance there inspired me to get into my creative bag. So that's Ooh, just dope, like, like, for real. So I appreciate that. But Matthew Vaughn, I'm gonna ask, <laughs> how are you doing today? Today I feel um, enriched. Uh, it was a nice. It was a beautiful night. I had a beautiful, amazing birthday, mm-hmm. um, like no other. One like no other. Because I mean, this year has been one like no other. So of course, everything is going to be so. Um, foreign to all of us. Everything that's really going on is so foreign. Mm-hmm. And um, truthfully, this morning I woke up and I was a little bit dragged from last night, but you know, I just was celebrating a little too long, longer than what I was. <laughs> I ended up falling asleep when I turned on and it was like, nah, bro, you should have been asleep for real, for real. But um, it was just like, wow, like, okay, it's official. Like, I really just put out my second book and i'm 23 bro like (laughs) um it's just it's 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 definitely a feeling that i didn't even expect to feel at all this year and now i'm like wow the real life work that goes into creating an actual like like creating in general in our minds is not not to say that it's easy but it's easy to get comfortable with it being strictly in your mind mm. but to piece something together and make it into something physical and to make it real is like you it's 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 almost a magic in in a, in a type of way mm-hmm. and I, I don't know you know 
with how certain people feel about magic and stuff like that, but I'm just using it in a sense of something miraculous, something amazing, something truly special, a miracle or whatever you want to call it. Like that's what that's what I feel like when you make art into something physical, whether it be like just the fact that we have a mobile device that you can listen to music and receive those vibrations off of or like a vinyl record and like, you know, all the, all of that stuff just like, it's, it, it amazes me. So then a book, like so many feelings can be packed into words, mm-hmm. can be packed into like the, the words in themselves, packed into sentences, packed into paragraphs, packed into poems, packed into a book. And it's like, damn, it's like that shit is now in my hand and I have the power to give this to someone else to receive it or to decode it or to receive the vibration from it in some way, shape, or form. And the the weight of that now, like like I said, this all hit me this morning when I wake up like, damn. <laughs> like, yeah, so that it just feels, it feels good. It's, it's in a sense, humbling. Um, necessarily humbling too because it's like yes you you did this but now what you do with it has nothing to do with you when i when i became mr wibberforce university um we had this like conference down in new orleans for the kings and queens so-called kings and queens (laughs) Mm -hmm. um and they, they, the one of the one of the featured speakers was Rico Love. Uh, he's a songwriter, producer, singer, um, artist, just dope. He done wrote a lot. Anything that you hear on 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 music that's like turn the lights on, that's his. Any like Usher, Beyonce, he wrote that. Rico mm-hmm. Love, turn the lights on. That's his signature to anything that he's ever ri- written. Um, and he, I even asked him like, how do I balance you know being Mr. Wilberforce? I'm a re- representative for my university. I'm a, a, I'm a hip-hop artist, but I'm also a poet, and people sometimes box me into one thing or another. Mm-hmm. Like, how do I present this to the world, and how do I, like, like stay true to myself and not have to, like, conform to any boxes? He was like, um, how old are you? And I was like, I'm, I'm 21. Or at the time, was I, I was 20. Yeah, I was 21. I hadn't turned 22 yet. I was like, I'm 21. He was like, 21. He was like, you young, man. He was like, why do you feel like you, you got to do everything right now? Why do you feel like, he was like, why do you feel like you, you, you know, why do you feel like you're not doing enough? Why do you feel like you're not already doing all of that? Hmm. Like, you already, you can only do what you can do. And what, what, what you're doing is going to get you to where you want to go. Like, <laughs> and I just hmm. still, even still then hearing it from him in a crowd full of people, in a room full of people, like I'm talking hundreds of people. And he's talking directly to me. This is a Q&A session with him in the room full of people. And I asked him and he's telling me like that I don't see myself in the midst of doing me. And he like literally like you already doing enough. You're already like the, the poet rapper. You know, you don't have to. The people who believe it will believe it. You don't if you don't believe it, though, you're not going to get to the progress that you want to get to. Like mm. you're not going to see the results. You're not going to feel that stuff. Like and so. Like I said, the development continue, continue into now. It's like I, I I realize that like the social media thing. Yes, this is something that is not going away. This is something that mm-hmm. we are into now. It's it's the world. It's it's how the world operates in in mm-hmm. a different way now. Um, but it's not the entire world. It's not the way that life is completely. And real humans still interact with real humans. So. Right. I don't have to rely so much on something, a digital platform that could be gone tomorrow. Um, mm. Like it, it just pushed me and motivated because I've been more focused on like social media than I have publishing books. Like, and I'm mm. a writer, like I've been more focused on social media promotions and stuff like that than I have actually like getting videos recorded or like investing money and time into like, how I can get merchandise and stuff like that more, more often and whatnot. So it's just like, mm-hmm. how, how much is this affecting me and how severe is the true nature of it and how rational can I be with my distance from this? Cause that's what I, another thing I had to do. Like I just recently deactivated my Twitter. Like I mentioned, um, I just 
disable my Instagram because I'm just taking a step away. However, my presence with social media is not going to be completely gone. I'm still operating like different pages that I'm a, like groups I'm a part of. Mm-hmm. And like, like so much, so like for poetry and music, probably going to be promoting that stuff through like underdog Academy for like mm-hmm. stuff that I do on the side, like rolling up with Maddie and like merch, like other different types of merchandise that I promote. That's going to mm-hmm. be on like uh, my page, highest education, our group that's called highest education. And mm-hmm. just like, I'm a part of things, so that's what that's what you present to the world. You present to the world what you're a part of, but you don't always have to present yourself to the world. Like that's you you can you can still be private. Mm-hmm. You can still be private in 2020. It's just a right. choice. It's a matter of a choice. Like everybody all up in my business. Well, that's because you post to social media <laughs> every day. Like you just said that you had a ham sandwich yesterday at 12 o'clock. Um, actually it was 12:05 exactly because this post was you know that like you you were located at because you tagged your location like bruh, mm-hmm. people be talking about there is no privacy yeah because we're choosing not to be private like right. it's a choice right. it's a choice and right. so balancing that is where i say that's how you navigate through the the times now that's how you navigate through yourself mm-hmm. you navigate off of what you're comfortable with what and comfort is literally like the break down the word comfort just you know i'm i'm a Bro, in school, I'm an English major, so like words is my thing. Just since I was a little kid, but mm. comfort. Um, I actually learned this from a Bible plan I was doing um, during quarantine. I was heavy into the Bible, um, and the word comfort comes from like calm and fortis. So like mm. fortis means like strength, like fortis college, you know, fortis, you know, a fort, a fortress, you know, mm. it means strength. Um, and then calm means to like be brought together, like come, like, like C-O-M, it, it, the root of that is like, just means to be brought together. So if you are made comfortable, you are brought together with strength in whatever that you're doing. So mm-hmm. if someone says I'm too comfortable, that's actually like you, you low key saying a paradox, like that's impossible. How can you be too strong? Like. Strength is knowing when to relieve yourself as well. Strength is knowing when to get rest so you can replenish your strength. Mm. Like, so, like, I don't know where I was going with the comfort thing. What was I talking about? Comfort? Man, you were saying um, how um, these platforms make us too comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get, we get cozy into, like, the right. just the idea of, like, the motion of how it all operates, basically. And... Mm instead of realizing and identifying this is not comfortable, this is not, I don't mm-hmm. like having to check my phone or feeling like the pressure is on me to respond to so many different people all, mm. this, all the time of all the hours of all the days. Like I have right. no business hours. I have no like personal hours. I have no, like I just have hours and hours, mm-hmm. and hours and hours and hours. And mm-hmm. Yeah, all these words. <laughs> all these what? All these words. Bro. All these words. I'm just exhausted. I'm exhausted. Mm-hmm. So, and at, this is at 23 years old, like exhausted. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know how some people who are older than me feel. I know how like easy it is to ignore these discomforts. Mm-hmm. Um, and we we pawn it off as like, oh, don't get too comfortable. Like, no, like get comfortable get off of this shit because it's not give it a rest like you're not comfortable at all you're actually weak as fuck because now you're dependent you're you're relying upon it you're you're trapped within it you depressed on it you're in same cycles that you you get you trapped in your algorithms like you because your algorithms mm-hmm. gonna feed you exactly what you promote and so if you're promoting sad stuff you're gonna see sad stuff if you're promoting right. happy stuff you're gonna see happy stuff and that's where you're gonna go when your real life is sad if you if you're promoting angry or violent stuff you know you're gonna get angry and violent stuff and that's gonna carry out into your real life like right. it just the trickle down effect of the mm-hmm. negative stuff is 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 damaging and then the the dependency upon the pos- positive stuff is like dangerous as well so I'm just taking my breath for real. And mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, there authors still like, I know authors with like 500 followers and they're best-selling authors. Like mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're national touring artists. Like, mm-hmm. but 
they social media. I mean, they might post once um, two months. Like right. <laughs> they might comment on something every three months. Right. But right. It's just like being real about that. Like, oh, you have to have social. No, you don't. No, you don't. Mm. No, you don't. Not yet, at least. Not we, yet. We ain't the cyborgs right. yet. <laughs> <laughs> we don't got that chip yet. Knock on wood. <laughs> Yo, um, but you make some great points. Um, the being young, um, the being young thing that we already think to ourselves for some reason, because in this era, we believe to ourselves that we need to have it all together. Mm-hmm. Right? We need to know all those answers. And the thing is, we have lived life long enough for that to be authentic <laughs> to ourselves. You feel me? Haven't had those experiences. So anything that you think of or you just you got it from you had to get it from somebody. You feel me? It's not it's not genuine for real. It all requires for you to go on a journey. Like I was reading the Alchemist the other day. Mm-hmm. Alchemist I is a great, this, this, great this book. past summer. Really? That's, I I I love audiobooks. So I was listening to it because I'm an audible person, right? No doubt. It was just no so doubt. good. And like going through the journey and also one thing is um in the book it says don't ignore the omens, right? And mm-hmm. that mean like for me, I take that as like a sign or like an opportunity, right? So don't ignore those because they don't always come all the time, right? And I think sometimes social media, we we try to um, try to get these signs or omens for us to do something like unnaturally, where it's yeah. like this always we're looking for something to go in this path in this direction, right? Oh, okay, he said this, he said that, and we take these signs from people who aren't necessarily, um, who aren't genuine, right? They're just saying- They're connected to us in any way. Right, they're not connected to us at all. So the thing with that is there's so many of these voices and a lot of people get confused. Man. They believe this person because of this, this person because of that, and they live their life in accordance to what they say and what their viewpoint is. And their Mm. viewpoint is not any- um, it's not the like nobody's divine out here. <laughs> Man. You feel me? No, there's no deities out here. Okay, like no humans aren't. We're not built to be deities. We're not built to be worshipped. Right. right. So when we create we, this we culture, and we worship people. Mm-hmm. We create this culture that we worship people that's so toxic to ourselves as well as toxic to the people who we're worshiping. Right. Mm. And we take them as like, okay, be this is a sign. They're like, it's a sign. So I'm gonna follow you. Right. And it becomes a very, very, very like toxic culture. We really, like this culture, we need a detox. I, I'm just <laughs> this, this generation, we need a de like we need a detox. Like for real, we need to uh go. Everybody needs to stop making artificial journeys and actually take one. Artificial journey. Let, let me snap for you. It's weird. Um, sometimes it feels like we need to go and write for us to get our um, our true selves out. Because you won't really analyze yourself until you like really review and review what you've been taking in, the input as well as the output, right, of yourself. Mm-hmm. So with this book, what what did you realize about yourself? I think you already touched about it a little bit earlier, but what did you realize about yourself in um, writing this book as well as creating this album man um i realized that i can be very insensitive towards myself mm-hmm. starting with me because that that's where everything starts is with yourself i can be very insensitive towards me which makes me insensitive towards my lovers which makes me insensitive towards my father and the circumstances that he had dealt had dealt with. It's easy to say, fuck that nigga. Mm-hmm. It's easy to say, man, these, these dudes out here, I'm not one of these lame niggas out here doing X, Y, Z. It's easy to say that. It's difficult to look at the actual situation that they coming from and the actual circumstances they were presented with in their lives mm-hmm. and be like, wow, I have no clue what that feels like. Mm-hmm it's very difficult to say, wow, I've never experienced that and I shouldn't be judgmental of that. Mm-hmm. It's easy to be like, well, mom, like it's easy. We don't, we don't do it. We don't do it explicitly, but it's easy to be like, well, my mom is this type of woman and she don't be doing X, Y, Z. 
So why the fuck these girls out here doing X, Y, Z? Because mm -hmm. we're looking at it's easy to look at what you come from, your mom. Like, come on now, yo, if your mom is respectable, you know, you're going to you're going to look for that in a woman. But to expect that from women is a whole different ball game when you don't know where this woman has come from. You don't know mm. what this woman has gone through. You don't know what this woman is battling right now in the face of you with you trying to give her some shit about XYZ that you feel a type of way about in your male vessel. And mm. so it's really just been like a w an awakening back into myself because there was a child, Matthew Vaughn Barres, you know, the whole thing. There was a child, Matthew Vaughn Barres, that was understanding of my father. There was a Matthew Von Barres that was understanding of my mother. There was a Matthew Von Barres that was understanding of my my sister and my brothers and my like my sister like my all my siblings and stuff. And and then that slowly became damaged. And I believed certain mm -hmm. narratives. And I believed certain things. And I took on certain things that had nothing to do with me. Took on different pains that had nothing to do with me. Mm -hmm. I was lying to myself essentially. Mm -hmm. lying to myself and I have built a whole character and identity around this false self. And mm -hmm. that person showed up, sh showed up right on time, all the time. Like, Oh, I need you to like, ju just judging, judging everything. I used to correct people all the time. Like I'm an English major, but I was also an English tutor. So like I'm, I'm critiquing, I'm Xing out everybody's stuff in their life. Like I'm red pinning everything up about mm -hmm. cut, like, cutting through people without remorse at all just like just judgmental and that would like i would i would blame it on what i'm just telling the truth i'm just being honest mm -hmm. i'm just being myself and i wasn't being myself telling the truth was not leaving room for their truth i was only leaving mm -hmm. room for my truth and what i experienced and that's what this book has done for me in the album as well has just made me face myself like yo you not you not know better than like the the I I, I will give a spoiler um for the it's in the book and the album but like the ending of the the pro, the ending of the album is called the song called books we don't read and books we don't read is dedicated towards my father because it's just like for so many years <clears throat> I had so many questions and I had so many complaints and concerns. And you know that it, you know that group of people that's just like at the end of something, and you know the 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 leader, the group leader, whatever. They're like, anyone have any questions or concerns? And everybody mm -hmm. is filled with questions and concerns, but nobody says anything. Everybody's just like, mm -hmm. and then we're going to complain and gossip later on. Like that's how I was. That's mm -hmm. how I was with my dad, and and with my mom essentially. And it was just like. One was based in fear. No, they were both based in different fears. I'm. Let me just go there. They were both based in different fears mm -hmm. and pushing guilt onto my mom and dad. And like that shit is not. It's it's literally just pushing it back into your own. You pushing it back into yourself. Like literally, you are your mom and dad. So if you are upset with them, you're going to be upset with the pieces of yourself that you don't understand. You're going to be upset at the parts that you took on without their without knowledge of being conscious of like, oh, I'm taking on this characteristic because I'm watching them do this. And then like, yeah, you just end up so lost. So I was just really coming back to myself like, oh, mm. I am this part of my dad and that's OK. I can use this in this type of way. Oh, this is like this of my mom because she was really just fearful of me and the way that I could have turned out. But like she didn't understand that some of that stuff didn't need to be enforced. Like she just could have showed me the way for real, like mm -hmm. or certain stuff. She couldn't show me the way on because my father was not around and my dad feeling so guilty on himself was constantly on some like, well, I ain't good enough for my son. I ain't good enough to be taking care of him. He'll be good. He'll be better off with his mom. And like that, that looking, that viewpoint of ourselves as, as men of African descent is really toxic we have taken on so many false identities and mm. believe so many lies and we've taken it out on ourselves which ends up be because we're men we take it out on the women that we're with we take it out on our children 
We take it out on our families, our mothers, who and uh, our fathers who are older because now they're older and we feel like you didn't do shit when I was younger. Now you're trying to be all righteous. And I'm like, bro, duh. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how life works. We get older and we learn. Like, we right. get older and we learn. It's this era that we're in. It's no room for people to get older. Like, it's no room for people to grow. <laughs> right. Just like, what, mm-hmm. what, you ain't grown yet? Like, bro, that's a fake tree over there, bro. Like, that's not a real tree. That tree did not, that tree was created. And you over here expecting me, a real ass tree, to just be a big ass, like, oak, to, like, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And that's not possible, bro. Right. That's not possible. I done gone through mm-hmm. some storms. And you have no clue mm-hmm. what type of lightning I done took, what type of wind I done, like, been blown down, knocked down by. Mm-hmm. And you don't know what type of rain I done endured, like, mm-hmm. heavy rains. And so we still growing. And we just have to allow people to get out of their seasons and allow them to become their fullest self. Right. I think part of that is on the term that at 18, you're an adult. Right. Because really, we have not developed even our brains really don't develop to like we're like 25. So rational decision, I'm not trying to make any excuses. How are you an adult, mm-hmm. but you're still a teenager, 18, but I'm, mm-hmm. I'm an adult. Right. Like, what? Well, that's what I was like, huh? When I was younger, because I didn't know what that. Man, there's a lot. There's a lot of like constructs that don't make sense, and that we just like follow them. And the thing is, like, there was one thing. Uh, I think Charlemagne, um, he was talking. He said, in his culture, um, we wouldn't let Matthew Little become Malcolm X, and that hit me. Like, there's certain things. Like, we some people at a young age, right? If we didn't let them develop, they wouldn't be the great person that they are like True enough. today. Even like in history, like there's some people that had like rough starts, right? Yeah, and then we don't give them time slip, to develop. Mm-hmm. Man, if you slip one time in this era, it's over. It's over with. You get quote unquote canceled. Before you even get on, you cancel. Mm-hmm. Right. You can't. <laughs> Before you, you cancel. even get on. I can get canceled in Columbus mm-hmm. today that would stop me from ever getting on to get canceled nationally because mm. I got canceled in Columbus. So I ended up quitting art. Mm. What? Right. What? Right. I got canceled at my high school. So I don't do poetry anymore. Mm. What? Yeah. It, it went viral at school, like certain stuff where I did da, 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 da. So now I just, I just let it go. What? Mm. That's what made you let it go. That's mm. terrible. That's terrible. Right. We are right. a hurt generation. We hurt. Right. And it's weird. Um, but how do we go? Um, how do we go through this like generation? Cause I don't want to give any excuses for people's wrongdoing. Right. At the same yeah. time, like you're saying with your father, um, mm-hmm. you have an understand you've grown to have an understanding for sure. so that, that requires you to like, is, you become understanding. Right. But that requires you to look back at yourself and how like you could, um, how you could, I guess, um, go through life without being judgmental, but understanding, but at the same time, I'm sure you're not like, um, I'm sure at the same time, you are not like, uh, fully not remembering everything, but you understand, right? right? It's not like, it's like, I don't want to use this term, but like you forgive, but you don't forget. Right. No, that's very factual. mm Mm-hmm. That's very factual. Um, mm-hmm. with with the with like the, the the way I'm approaching things now is just slowly unfolding things for both my mom and my dad. Like I have certain mm-hmm. conversations with my mom now that I could have never had as a right. child. So I'm like, okay, this is okay. This is cool. Like, and then like I just slowly like if my mom gives me buck back about disagreeing about certain stuff. Like, I, I just am, I just let her know, like, I'm understanding of what you're saying. Like, I know why you did it, because you were trying to better me. But I'm just here to explain to you. The adult version of me is here in your life to explain to you the effects that you caused with these things that you chose to do as disciplines for me. Like, mm-hmm. certain stuff was traumatic as fuck. And I had to explain this. And I'm like, my mom's like, well, or, or certain stuff that I went through, I like, I didn't share with my mom because I think I'm going to get in trouble. And she's like, well, Matthew, why didn't you tell me this? Like, I would have, like, I could have been there for you. I'm like, Ma, do you really think that, like, me thinking that I did something wrong with me doing this would have told you and admitted to you that I did something wrong with the punishment mm-hmm. that you were giving me at the time? Like, mm-hmm. and she was like, well, that's true. 
Uh, I understand, but n- this isn't like that. And I'm like, I know that now, but we never had these conversations. And then right. that's she's like, well, that's true too. We didn't have these conversations. I was fearful of these types of conversations. I was fearful mm-hmm. of X, Y, Z happening and this being misunderstood. I didn't have time for X, Y, Z. I was a single mother. So, you know, and then it just gets back to understanding. And I'm like, yeah, my, I got you. I get it. Like dad wasn't there. And, you know, you was doing your thing for the first time ever. And mm-hmm. it's the first time ever, every time, no matter how many siblings you have, the mother has to go through learning a whole nother human all over again and mm-hmm. over again. Like no matter how many children, like, Oh, I done got the good. No, bro. Like no matter how good you are at being a parent, you still gonna have to learn this individual human all mm-hmm. over again every time. And so mm-hmm. I just commend my mother. I commend all mothers and fathers who are like trying to grasp a hold of this idea of being acquainted with, the child and like, not even not to say that it's like been absent, like, because I know for generations, certain people have had good fathers and stuff like that. Um, or at least fathers that have been present, but that's another thing that I speak on and hit on with the album. The intro to the project is called all, it's just called all these words intro. Mm -hmm. And it, um, like there's a line where I said, um, distant with presence or absence. And it's just because, like, I have friends who, oh, yeah, my dad was in the crib, but not for the best reasons, for real, for real. Like, honestly, we probably would have been better off with the dad being gone thing kind of going on. And I'm just, from my point of view, like, living without my dad was terrible. You don't want to live like that, bro. That's not cool. And so we just, like, over here trauma battling. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. and that, like, I've had little debates with people about that type of stuff. And it's just so interesting. Now I'm like, nah, bro, we always just, Bro, it literally takes a mom and a dad to be present and to be fully trying to be there for the child and the development of the child, not for any other agendas, not because I'm taking my child because I don't want their dad to have them, not because mm. I'm taking I'm, I'm spending time with my child because um, I ain't like these other niggas and like I'm a, I'm a do for my child. But like then you around the child and you pushing terrible, toxic things onto them. And it's like. We have to find ourselves, the parent, before being a parent, you have to find yourself. Like, I don't know, I don't know what, I mean, maybe because, like, we come up in an era where people are living longer or starting to live longer again. Mm -hmm. If you, whatever way you want to look at it, some people don't be wanting to to look at the whole, like, life thing being longer than what they're telling this thing. But, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, like, that stuff it all is a factor. However, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we have to do the change. Our generation has to analyze how we're about to approach the next generation after us. How are we about to raise our children? Like how, what are we presenting them? How are we going to balance out the social media stuff for Mm -hmm. the babies being born this year? Like I have two nephews that were born on 522, 2020. Like, and they're, they're coming up, they're little, they were literally born in a pandemic right? and the, in the era of fake news and social media and, and Twitter and Donald Trump and Joe Biden and so on and so forth. Like Mm -hmm. literally they were born in the midst of all this madness yet we have to figure out a plan for this generation. What are we going to tell them? Mm -hmm. How are we going to assist them? And not because we want them to be better us's, not because mm-hmm. we want them to be better than us, but because we want them to be their best selves, their best them. We can't have no agenda because like my boy Tripp, we talking about, he was like, y'all generation talking about me and younger because like certain points in my life, I lived with my older siblings. So I kind of like had a little bit of a different mentality on a lot of things. Like my siblings born in like early, early nineties. And so I was kicking with them whole time I'm the baby of the bunch but then I got younger siblings that were you know growing like following up to me and so I'm connected Mm to a I'm at a 97 was like a very interesting like 96 97 98 them three years really like was the segue out of the 90s era but like into the early 2000s so we Mm -hmm. have like a whole different perspective on life different technologies that we grew up with Mm -hmm. and he was like y'all generation really don't give a fuck like (laughs) y'all don't give a fuck about 
any of the, the stuff we care about, politics that we care about, stuff we take seriously, y'all don't give a damn. And that mm-hmm. is the most beautiful thing about y'all's whole generation is that y'all mm-hmm. don't give a fuck. That's what's going to save y'all when we get to that point of like whatever needs to go down in the country or whatever needs to go down in the world. That's like people are like really been bugging about for years and years. It's going to go down. And the only thing that's going to save us is the young generation because we're going to have such a crazy, wild, different approach. Because it's like y'all been doing like this, y'all been fixing these problems like this, and it hasn't worked. So we're over this bullshit. <laughs> like we really are over it, and I believe in that wholeheartedly. I, I don't have any doubts about our generation getting it together. I just want us to get it together. There's a quote on um, Instagram you posted, and it's on your shirt right now. And it goes, um, and it says, um, yesterday, um, I think yesterday we posted. A man man was lynched yesterday. Mm -hmm. A man was lynched yesterday, and we reposted it. And we reposted it. Bro, that that caused, like, a whole discussion with my, like, homies, bro, because, like, that is so true. Like, (laughs) like, what? Like it's, not, it's almost like hilarious. Not it's not funny, but like it's almost hilarious to think about. We really do this. Like, yep. this like we really repulse people being killed out here, and all because like I don't know. We're like we're co-signing on trauma in a sense. That's mm-hmm. what a repost is. A retweet is right. And I don't know like the vein of it. I don't know why people do this. I guess people think it's, a, it's been, they've been manipulated and thinking that this is going to help help us solve this issue man right but really yeah. the whole time this is really hurting us hurting us right Deep, so i want you to explain that yeah explain um, that, your, uh, that quote indeed man so with the whole all these words project um the merchandise had to be for me something that resonated with other people because i've just been getting into the breaking down my own little science of how people have responded to what they like to wear of stuff that I come up with. Mm. Um, And it boils down to relatability. Um, How relatable is this shirt? How relatable is this picture? How relatable is this quote to what I'm actually doing in my life? Mm. And then, so with all these words, the messaging had to be on some like, you know, conscious, socially conscious thing. And, but I wanted to be, I wanted it to be, historical too in a sense Mm. because these problems have been just digitized like digitalized like these problems Mm. have just turned into social media but they were the same problems back then as well and we knew this back then and it hurt more because we were living more real lives but now we're living digital lives and we we underestimate the death of somebody because why because hollywood can make a fake death look just as real as a real death and we mm-hmm. believe that shit on the screen. We believe mm-hmm. it. Like we'll we'll cry over a character before we cry over a person that just got killed on Facebook Live. Mm-hmm. Like we'll cry over a, a character because we feel connected to that person. But right. then the only right. connection that we feel through the person that just got killed on the live stream is, oh, I need to help. I need to help this cause. We think that we're helping, and then we 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 internalize and suppress the actual emotion of this mm-hmm. this human life and then we try to carry it out in person and we not, we're not actually doing the research on why we're doing it we're like oh shoot we out here fighting this fight for these people that we don't know but it, this is a problem but like how can i actually do actual work that's going right. to affect people that actually know me so mm-hmm. i'm like okay these repost stuff is a problem I seen the sign the uh the the line the uh the line that's like a man was lynched yesterday that was actually an NAACP sign during this silent march that they conduct. Like, they conducted a silent march back in nineteen. I think it was the sixties, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't recall, but it was because um someone had gotten lynched, and they literally had a flag hanging out their window of the headquarters, or at least where there was the location of the NAACP, wherever the location was. They had it hanging out the window, and it said, "A man was lynched yesterday." And the 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 whole entire march, they were marching down the street. Mm-hmm. completely silent like that shit was like gave me chills just watching it because you watch it and you waiting to hear something all you hear is people walking mm. and um and barely that and so 
I just took that sign and I tried to make it relevant to us because a man was lynched yesterday. Still to this day, a man was lynched yesterday and he, he's going to be lynched today, tomorrow and the next day, probably. Um, mm -hmm. Because the world is not ready for that type of change. We haven't gotten to that growth yet. Mm -hmm. um, we still a baby ass tree for real, for real as humanity mm -hmm. um, in terms of the way that we believe it to be mm -hmm. now in America, especially um, America. The country is just a baby because we came over here late in the game and started tried to start some stuff up. And I say we because I have lineage like across the world. I have European lineage. I have African lineage. I have. Native American lineage, I have, like, you know, it, it. honestly, that's why I say we at the end of the day. Um, we tried to start some shit up over here, and we were unsuccessful. And so we ended up having to try to get some other folks to do it for us. And mm -hmm. then we didn't need them anymore. And that's when the lynching and the burnings and all that stuff began. And so now we're in this era of digital stuff, but we're still in the same era because it's not been that long since people were getting lynched on a regular basis. It has not been that long. Right. And so now we're in this era of lynching through the police system. It's now sophisticated. Now the lynching is sophisticated. It's mm -hmm. not just an organization of thugs and, 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 and people that just hate niggers. It's, it's, this is real life mm -hmm. sophisticated crime work and targeting people with brown skin. And it's as simple as saying, well, I'm, I work, this is my job. So if mm -hmm. it's your job to kill us, then you can never go to John, jail. You can never <laughs> right. be a criminal. I'm tired of the lynchings getting reposted. I'm tired of my participation. That's why, like I said, the we thing, I use that on the merchandise specifically as well. Every word is so intentional. Uh, and I'll just be looking at it like, man, somebody going to buy this and somebody going to see this and like they're going to change their way. And that's the only prayer I have. Any other mm -hmm. thing, any any other amount of ungratefulness that, you know, somebody might have or display when it comes to this type of stuff, like I'm still going to share this because that is like, you know, helping this, the movement. And if they truly believe that, then that's what it will do eventually it will do that because they mm. are trying to operate from righteousness. They are trying to operate from a place that is healing, but they don't really understand how healing works just yet. And so just got to let them get to that point. Right. Got to um, let them pick their scab so many times to where they get tired of picking their scab that they let it heal on its own. Right. I think, um, I don't know. I, I don't think like, um, because people, righteousness can be subjective in a sense because oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Um, people, yeah, facts. Because people, um, they believe in, we have so many like different perspectives. Like people believe in different things, right? So like people might really, really believe that um, we're posting this will help the movement, right? In a sense, like there's some truth in that, right? You're not mm -hmm. really helping, but you're promoting and you're getting, you're trying to get empathy from people, right? But the issue is, if you look back in history, um, there's been TV screens for how many years? We've had TV, we've had newspapers, we have medium outlets. The difference is now it's just concentrated because we all got these devices, we got these phones, right? We all got these apps. So it's concentrated. There's a lot of it all at once, right? So the thing is, though, at the same time, though, it's lack of education of how to use these things for the purpose of the greater good for the purpose of good right and like with lack of education like you said is a lack of knowing how people heal it's a lack of knowing how naturally humans are supposed to like um work through things because everything in this society is artificial and unnatural like i go back to my point we all go through our official journey people go through our official journeys right mm -hmm. people want people want a story people want um people want um want attributes to themselves that they really don't have that haven't worked for so yeah. with the lack of understanding um then you don't know how to fully um have the responsibility of sharing these stories of meeting and talking and making a difference in this world because you don't have like you're just saying stuff you're just doing stuff because it feels like this is what i feel at the moment 
is what is trending. So I'm just going to like it and repost it. And it's going to make me look better for myself. It's a, it's a, it's a lot of power really to co-sign on someone else's idea. Right. But the thing is, you don't know what that idea entails or the responsibility of carrying this idea. You just do it. And that's what the dangerous part. Then this is what the dangerous part of this generation is. We got so many like, like at the same time, being on social media, you have responsibility, but at the same time, no one does. Right. It's weird. Like you just, you take on somebody's quote unquote, like you take on somebody's burden. Right. But at the same time, you don't. Right. Is you're just doing something for a moment. You're not taking, really taking it on. Right. It's Somebody hard. hit me with this quote, man. Mm. And it, it was, it was a tough pill to swallow for me personally. I ain't mm. going to say it's a pill to swallow for everyone because like, like you, like we talking about and discussing people have mm-hmm. different views, but the pill for me was when someone was like, everybody, you know, everybody fighting. And this is no knock to the movement. I would never want to do anything that slow down the movement. I'm a, right. This is my personal disclaimer. Like, mm-hmm. I never want to do anything to slow down the movement. I'm all, always in support of what people feel is necessary to mm-hmm. heal. I'm always for that. But I am going to promote the ways that I think and that I've learned and I've gained wisdom on of being the best ways to get through things. Um, mm-hmm. And one thing is facing the truth, the gathering of self-evident truth. So somebody hit me with this and they said, you know, with all the stuff and controversy with the Breonna Taylor stuff, they're never gonna they're never gonna arrest, arrest those police officers. And I said, yeah, but then you know, like the system, you know, we got to change the system that 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 operates. You know, I'm I'm trying to be optimistic about it. And like, yeah, but like the whole force behind trying to get the officers arrested has nothing to do with Brianna Taylor. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, mm-hmm. of course it does. Like, they killed her, right? Like, what you mean? Mm-hmm. And he like, there is no, there is no justice for the dead. And mm-hmm. that shit, that shit, that's, it sucker punched me in the face. Mm-hmm. There is no justice for the dead. And I had to look at even my own personal experiences with my brother being murdered when I was in high school and how that affected me, the guilt that I took on the fears of myself, because like he died two days before he turned 21, the fear that I had leading up to my 21st birthday, all these things that I took on because I felt like justice had not been served. Mm -hmm. I felt like there was no reconciliation. And that's just the fact of the matter what it is. Like Mm -hmm. people come and people are taken away and some people get to go. Some people get to go. Some people are taken away. Mm. And when they're taken away, that's just the end. That's Mm. the end. But we can get, we can heal from, we can heal ourselves. Currently, we can fix these systems for sure. Mm. We can, we can put in laws that, 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 that are in honor of her. We can honor her for sure, but we can't, we can never get justice for her because she's not here. Right, right. Right. And there um, the other day they had a settlement. Right. And it's weird because like in a way, like 12 million for her life in a sense. And like there's no amount of money. No, her, life, nothing. Her, life is gone. Right, her life is gone. The only way you can do anything like I don't, I don't want to say move past her, but honor her. Right. Yeah. But we can't we need to focus our energies on something else because and when I mean something else, I'm talking about stopping what caused that to happen. And it's right. really hard to do because the system, like I keep saying, the system, the what the these systems because it's multiple, it's multiple, and like how things are operated to, um, operated to concentrate as well as like, like to really eat away at like people with brown skin. It's like, it's like really, really, it's more than just I want. It's more than just one person. This is affecting mm-hmm. a lot of people. It's affecting you and I, right? And for us to like change this, there's a lot that needs to go on. But the solution is not to repost someone else getting killed because it's really hurting us, right? It's not. Mm-hmm. It's not for us to repost someone else getting lynched, right? Because like there was a moment in time, like oh my goodness, like I was like sad. I want to say sad. I was like, it's but I'm tired I, of seeing it. Tired of seeing it's trauma. It's really trauma coming back and back and back, and like. 
it's it like it really will affect you even if you don't know it or not. You might think I could take this, I'm gonna keep going. But like you're saying, that's you mean too well, I don't know, you said you said comfortable, right? You believe that you are too yeah. strong, right? You believe you are too strong that you are in a safe space. But the thing is, no one is that strong and is really strong with strong being strong does not mean you are always on ten. Always working. Being strong right. has nothing to do with always working. Right. Even the machine at your job get turned off at the end of the night. Facts. Even that machine got a rest. Right. And you think right. that you more than a machine? You think that you more than the the internet? Like right. you human, bro. You operating off a hard drive that was built hundreds of thousands of millions of whatever years ago. Right. I don't even care. Mm-hmm. I wasn't there when the shit was happening. <laughs> like, <laughs> but so many years ago, and you think that like, no, that's not how that works. Mm-hmm. That's not how that works. Right, it's not how it works, bro. And then like, I just, it's, it's right. so weird because like for me, my solution is like, I don't want to be, because I, I had some issues with people on, they were just coming out of nowhere doing this, saying this, saying that I'm an ally this and posting things. And like, you have not done anything but look good. <laughs> and I'm not trying to judge anybody, but at the end of the day, for things to change, you got to do something in your lane, which is hard because we don't have all the answers. We don't know exactly what to do first or where to start. Peep. Peep. Are we asking all the questions? Facts. We're not asking. We are, we, we are we are we are taking on feelings and emotions of things mm-hmm. happening in the world, in the real, real world. Mm-hmm. And instead of educating ourselves and asking questions, we mm-hmm. think we know because we know this feeling. We're familiar with this feeling, mm-hmm. but we think we know how it's going down and how it's happening. Think about and imagine if instead of every time someone was killed by the police, we um reposted like uh 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 i don't even know like guidance or thought, like directions on how to get something changed like like somebody promoted and, and made the the directions to, for something to get changed go viral imagine mm-hmm. the change that would happen if we use social media for our complete benefit instead of our trauma stories gathering Yo, this is the end of this episode. Uh, I appreciate y'all. So if you're trying to cop Matthew Vaughn's new book, All These Words, as well as his new merch, go to Linktree slash Matthew Vaughn. And uh, how it's spelled is Linktra, like T-R, then dot E-E. Again, Linktra dot E-E slash Vaughn is love. And there you'll find his merch as well as his new book, all these words and some of his past projects and past books as well as his um, as his album. So I appreciate y'all. And lastly, remember to write your own narrative. Don't let anybody write it for you because we're not a monolith. We're a composition. Stay safe. Peace.